Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Tell Us a Good Story. Today, we get to talk to a singer, songwriter, and co-founder of Elevation Worship, Mac Brock. You guys, we actually got to meet Mac in person last week when he was at an event in Canton, Ohio. We did. And thankfully, I don't think you scared him too much with your bear hug. Oh, he was fine. (laughs) However, I was shocked to find out the number of songs this man has written that we actually sing in our own church. I also found out that one of his songs now has over 130 million views on YouTube, which is just insane, Kevin. Plus, Max shares a very funny story of what happened at an event when he requested to have something stocked in the green room. And I pulled a joke on Steph during this conversation. Which was awful. Which was hilarious. And I think <laughs> listeners will love it. You guys, we can't wait for you to hear this episode with one of the best worship leaders in America, Mac Brock. I'm Kevin. And I'm Stephanie. And during our marriage, we have dealt with an electrocution, a brain tumor, brain surgery. Then doctors telling us that children were not in our future, followed by miscarriage, and then Kevin's cancer diagnosis. However, today, we live a life completely healed and restored with three healthy children who doctors said were not possible. And we're here to tell stories that inspire, give hope, and brighten your day. Welcome to Tell Us a Good Story. Okay, friends, before we get to this episode, just a friendly reminder to please hit the subscribe button on YouTube and Apple Podcast or give us a review. Five stars, please. (laughs) In our world, this is super, super important because it will help with the algorithm to make it easier for people to find us. And thank you for sharing our posts across your social media. That really helps with engagement and with us getting guests. Yes. So, hey, if you want us to keep working our way up to talking to Chip and Joanna, please share us with your friends. But regardless, thank you for listening to tell us a good story. This next guest. I'm so freaking excited. Incredibly talented. Oh, you guys are so This good. is going to be great. Well, friends, our next guest is a singer, songwriter, and worship leader. He's widely known as one of the founding members of Elevation Worship before launching his own solo career back in 2018 with his debut album, Greater Things. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to tell us a good story, Mr. Mac Brock. Oh, Mac Brock. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Here. Thank you for joining us, sir. We are very, very excited to talk to you, as you can you can tell. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm super stoked to be talking with y'all as well. Oh, good. Okay, so first off, I want to ask you, as a kid 30 years ago, what would your dad have said? Of course, he's a Baptist minister. What would he have yes. said, Mac, if you had gone to him and said, Dad, someday I'm going to lead worship, and I'm just going to do it in a t-shirt and hat, and I'm going to have some (laughs) Jordans on with tattoos. What would he have said to you? He would have said, all right, as long as you don't, like, if I was a kid and said that, he was like, as long as you don't have tattoos, you'll be good. (laughs) And after the tattoos, he would have been like, okay, well, as long as you're not wearing a hat, you'll be good. So he would have gone down the list, but... You know, my dad has come around. We, we've had a lot of conversations over the years about Have all you? that stuff. And uh, my dad is fully supportive now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I can say my dad would have said, well, it sounds like you're going to be part of the prison ministry if you've got tattoos. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now my mom has tattoos. I don't know if that's like public what? knowledge. But yeah, she she even came around and she has tattoos of like all the grandkids' names. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of look sweet. at Mac influencing his the parents. The influence he's having. Hey, can you imagine if his dad shows up with a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not far. I don't think you know. Maybe one day. Let's see. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, I want to know how many guitars you have. Oh yeah. Ooh, um, most of them are back there. I've got a lot. 
I don't know what the exact number is. Maybe like a dozen. Is your wife ever like, Mac, you got to stop? That's enough. Wait, like you have done. a problem. You got the this. More, the biggest problem you don't think about when you're buying guitars is the cases are the things that take up the most space. So in our garage, I have like a full cabinet just of guitar cases that's collecting dust because I just kind of like leave them out of their case the whole time. But, you know, she's she's very supportive of me as well. <laughs> Do you name your guitars? Good question. Ooh, no, I don't. Maybe I should. I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like people name their cars and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. I should have like my daughter. My daughter's good at naming things. I should get her to name my guitar. She would love that job. That's awesome. Okay, so I've seen pictures of you like performing on stage in front of thousands of people. I think the one I saw, Mac, was Madison Square Garden. So what's one of the coolest venues you've ever performed at on stage? I mean, honestly, Madison Square Garden was probably one of the most surreal experiences just because, I mean, that venue is is so iconic. But then more so than that, not to like hyper-spiritualize it, but just to be in that venue with thousands of people like singing about Jesus was just really unique and special and such a that wasn't even like on my bucket list yeah as like an option of my life like that <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. you have like bucket list things of like things that you might experience in your life that wasn't even on there because it wasn't on my mind as an option so to experience that was like pretty surreal and special what was your reaction when you found out you were booked for Madison Square Garden? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think I texted the guys in the in the band, and I was just like, this is pretty wild. Like, <laughs> you know, that whole tour, we just kind of felt like we were just along for the ride and got to experience so many cool things. Mm. Okay, have you ever Googled, why did Mac Brock leave Elevation Show? <laughs> have you ever Googled Man. that? Because that popped up when I was researching you, Mac. I don't think I've personally ever Googled that, but I get asked that a lot. And I get I get a lot of people being like, hey, I know I've heard what you said, but what's the real reason? What's the what's <laughs> right. the you know behind the scenes? Is it your wife? Is that yeah, is that yeah. what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, there's always they just always assume that I'm lying when I say like this is what the Lord felt like, you know, this is what we felt like the Lord was calling us to do. <laughs> and literally that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's it in the sense of it was like a wrestling match of us like when the lord tells you to do something a lot of times at first you're like is that god is that yes really him or is that just you know a thought that pops in my head or something that and it for the longest time was like i don't know if this is really what god wants us to do because we're in a good place and we like living in charlotte and we like you know our community and so there was a lot of kind of wrestling back and forth Mm -hmm. and then ultimately he gave us a lot of peace and felt like very clearly like, nope, this is what you're supposed to do. And so we try to be obedient to that. It was there any fear once you made that decision and you went on your own? Like, did we make the right decision? God, I don't, I'm not hearing you right now. Don't look back. Yes, constant. I mean, I was just had a conversation with a podcast called Faith Over Fear. And it was all about what you're talking about, where it's, there is so much fear. Like, I think any big decision that we make you're wondering like, is this the right path for me? This is going to be like a life changing decision. Is this, am I making a mistake? That, that That's a natural thing that comes along with it. But I will say when the Lord gives you peace and gives you like that transcendent peace in your spirit of like, this is where I have you. 
whatever decision you make, like I've got you, I'm taking care of you. I'm ordering the steps in front of you. Then there does come with a lot of like, okay, I might be nervous. I might be stressed. I might have anxiety about this, but overall I just have like a calm calmness in my spirit. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's what we felt like we've had for several years. Out of all the times you've sang at big venues, small venues, what's been your most memorable God moment? Oh, okay. So I actually have like a very specific answer for this. Oh, good. We, we were leading, this is when I was at Elevation. I was leading worship for one of our albums. We were at, it's called Spectrum Arena now, where the Hornets play. And it was for this album called Wake Up the Wonder. And it was okay. for a song called The King is Among Us. Yes. Which I haven't, I haven't even led that song in years, but we're leading that song. And after the song, we just kind of had like a moment where we were just going to kind of see where the Lord took it and, and what happened in the room. And, and we didn't even like do a lot of that stuff back then. We, a lot of times I was producing the album. So I was very much like, here's how the song goes. We'll start, we'll end and we'll go on to the next song. And we just had like this moment of like, Hey, for this one song, we're just going to see what happens. And, I was leading the song and just really had just a profound interaction with the Holy Spirit in that moment as like a worship leader, like leading that room. And it really changed even just the trajectory of my life in the sense of I had been a worship leader for years and years and years, grew up leading worship, but leading worship was always like, that was always the path to be able to write songs or produce songs or make albums and worship leading kind of just like came with the territory. It wasn't the forefront of like what I was passionate about. And in that moment, just the Lord really like changed my heart. And since that moment, leading worship and being a worship leader has been like the highest calling that I've like gravitated towards and have been so grateful for. And it's my favorite thing to do, Mm. but it all kind of started with that moment and that experience that I had with him leading that song. All right, Steph, I've got a question for you. What's your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, you met her where? Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Oh, oops. <laughs> oh. So what's your second favorite book of all time? You met her where? <laughs> <laughs> a distant second. Totally distant. It's a pretty good book. Sorry, God. It's still a pretty, pretty good was. book. But we're so excited. Where can people get our book? Honey? Okay, I know this. Uh, Amazon.com. Yes. Barnes & Noble. Yes, and? And our website, KevinStuff.com. And, and what happens if they buy it off our website? <gasps> what do they get? Uh, an autograph from us. Yes. Who wouldn't want that? So, listeners, if you've already read the book, thank you so much. We've had such good feedback. One thing that helps us, if you can give us a review on Amazon.com, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. When you're singing on these tours, and you've sang the same song like 50 times. Every night. Every night. (laughs) And are you just like, oh, I have to sing it again? Are you able to feel anything, or is it almost you're going through the motions? Do you have to Jedi mind trick yourself? Like, okay, this is the first time I've ever (laughs) sang this song. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think that that's one of the things that I love about worship and that I'm I'm so grateful that I get to lead worship songs because I do feel like it is a new experience every time I lead it. I've led the song Do It Again, I mean, thousands of times, and I still get chill bumps when I lead it. And I still feel like, man, something's happening in this room, like leading this song. 
And so it doesn't get old in that sense. I mean, there's definitely like, there are definitely times where you're like tired or you're kind of worn out and you're like, okay, I got to rally and I got to like, <laughs> I got to give myself a pep talk to do it. But, but honestly, that's one of the awesome things about worship music is that I do feel there's just power in those experiences. And, and when you're interacting with the Holy Spirit in that way, it's just going to be fresh every time, no matter how many times you've sang it. And so I am grateful for that. Okay, Mac. So you don't see this, but Steph and I, when we want to talk, we kick each other here underneath the table. All right. Okay. Steph is not letting me talk. All right. So we're kicking each other right now back and forth. Like, I would like to ask him something too. Like, I would like to be part of this conversation too, Steph. You're I always telling me, I'm... talk more. I have so many questions for him. Okay. So, I love okay. that. So, follow up to what you just said. I grew up in a Pentecostal church, Mac. Okay. So they would sing the same song like time after time after time. And you're just like, oh, okay. Like, I guess we're singing one song today at church, right? So what is the longest you think you sang one song? Like at least 20 minutes probably, right? Man, yeah. There there was a season just even when I was at Elevation that we would live in a song and we would just like stay in it for what seemed like forever. But again, like it felt like I could live in this song for forever in this moment. Like I feel yeah. like this is like what we're supposed to do. But I mean, yeah, there's definitely, I'm sure that there are people in the congregation that were like, all right, let's wrap, wrap it, it up. up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> it's, time. So it's time. People it's so are real. pointing to their watch okay, and to the stage. Go. Like, yeah. let's do this, like, You guys only practice one song <laughs> this morning? <laughs> I received what I was going to receive from the Lord 15 minutes ago. 10 minutes ago. ago. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's move on. Speaking of songs, where does your inspiration come from songwriting? Are you in the shower? Are you working out? Like, when do songs hit you? Are you just singing into your phone nonstop to record random ideas you've got? There is a lot of that. There's a lot of like, uh, thank goodness for iPhones that you can sing into. (laughs) You you get a melody and you can sing into it and then forget about it. Um, I mean, I think a lot of times for me, life is the biggest thing, you know, that I'm writing about is what I feel like the Lord is teaching me in my life as a parent, as a dad, as a husband, as someone that's trying to navigate the world. Uh, I try to disconnect and not view everything through the lens of like, that'll make a great song or that, you know, yeah. That, yeah. What, what he's trying to teach me. I try to just like receive it as this is what he's trying to teach me now for like my life. But inevitably there are things that he'll deposit into me that I'll have to tuck away and be like, Oh, I should write about that or I should, you know, I should kind of put that to the side and a song will come out of it. I'm so glad, Steph, you're not a songwriter because <laughs> every conversation we'd have, you'd be like, oh, you know what? That would make a good song. 1,000%. What you just did, yep. that dumb idea. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a great song. 1,000%. <laughs> I've, I've never that. used that as like in an argument with my wife. Like, All right. I'm writing this down. Going, yeah. I'm writing this down. I haven't used that yet. All right, Mac. So for all of our guests, I like to give a list of fun facts to let listeners know what you've done, what you've accomplished. Okay. And Steph is not aware of any of these. So you're going to see her genuine reaction on these. So (laughs) keep me honest. If any of these are off, correct me, let me know. Okay. But this is going to spurn some conversation, some good stories. Okay. So Steph, you ready for this? Yep. All right. Fun fact number one, like myself, 
Matt grew up a pastor's kid, Mm -hmm. as his dad was a pastor of Gateway Baptist Church. He's been there for over 30 years now in South Carolina. He was a fellow PK. So, Mac, any good church camp stories from your childhood being a kid growing up in the church? Did y'all have RAs? RAs was royal ambassadors. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh don't get my like wife going, started. Mac, on this, don't Mac. get me started on this. Yeah, so it was that was that was the thing that I grew up going to. That was almost like Boy Scouts for Christian kids. Christian kids, yes. For church kids. <laughs> yes. And so yeah, I grew up going to Kent McCall. The big thing that we did every year was have like a derby car race. Like you okay. build a so it was like the blocks yeah, yeah. of wood yeah, yeah, yeah. that you yes. cut yeah, and yeah. make a derby car and and so I was so bad at building those cars, but I was an artist. And so I would just try to always win the coolest looking car, but it always wrecked and it always was the slowest one. And I never won anything. Well, Kevin oh, won Camp King at his. Okay. Okay. Two times. Now, well, that's like prom king, but it's yeah. camp king. Exactly. For, for okay. Mac. <laughs> My husband was so proud okay. of this no, crown. I, no, no, no. I was a pack rat. He's so proud of this crown. We are literally married, and I dig out a box. He has his camp crown. Still has it? I still uh, had the king. So, yeah, that got pitched like, right after we <laughs> got married, along with <laughs> along with all my Rocky posters and stuff. And, yeah, that yeah, went see, out in the dumpster. I wasn't, I wasn't like an athletic kid. I didn't have any trophies growing up, but I, I won a couple of church camp trophies when I was in first and second grade that I swear like I kept those in my room all growing up. Those are the only trophies that I had to look to look forward to. All right, Steph. Fun fact number two. As one of the founding members of Elevation Worship, Mac and his wife, Meredith, who they've now been married for over 17 years, mm. moved to Charlotte, North Carolina to help start the worship team at Elevation Church. Before that, Mac spent a year studying music at... Mount Vernon Nazarene University. Shut up! No! Wait, here in Ohio? Hold Matt, on. Seriously? Wait, are you? Wait, is this not a fun no, fact? Is that not real? Is this real? That... Is this real? Okay, I That's... just made that up. Oh! Yeah, that part is not real. I was trying to figure out, like, hold on, <laughs> is he playing a trick or is he Kevin, just having a fun fact wrong? Are you serious right now? Mac, I was expecting a reaction from my wife, but you got it. You got it. <laughs> I'm so Is that mad where right you now. went to school? Uh, Yay! So oh. you were very close to being Steph's new best friend right oh. there. <laughs> if hey, we can still be you. best friends. Yeah, I could have hugged you. It was going to happen. Are you serious? That was he did not so go there. Cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm not. You know, I might not talk the rest of the time. I'll show you. Just turn off your microphone. Don't turn it off. <laughs> no okay. more kicking. Exactly. I'm just going to stay here. Okay. Yeah. But before you move there, what were you doing? So I was going to school at University of South Carolina. Okay. And so funny looking back, when me and my wife first got married, I was in school. She was working at my dad's church. But almost as soon as we got married, I moved to California to do an internship for school because I wanted to do like uh, music for TVs and movies. And so I moved, we got married. And then three months later, I moved across the country. She stayed in South Carolina to keep oh my working. Gosh. And I went to California for this internship. And so the first like six months of our marriage, we were living on opposite sides of the country. What? Uh, and then I came back and I was going to go finish school. And then our goal was like to move to LA. And instead, we moved to Charlotte. And the Lord just kept us here. 
Wow. Okay, so how did you end up meeting Pastor Stephen Furtick then when he invites you to work there? Yeah, I was. So when I was living in South Carolina, I was still like leading worship. Even I was in school, but I would lead worship at events or, you know, conferences and stuff and just happened to be leading worship at an event that he was preaching at. He had just started the church and we were talking a lot about it. And shortly after that, I would start driving up to Charlotte on the weekends because they didn't have a worship leader on staff and okay. lead there occasionally. And then we moved up there. I just realized I totally ruined this because. I could say Mac is running for president of the United States and you're not going to give the same reaction. <laughs> no, you you're not. Gave. Like, you're totally like, this. <laughs> like, oh, that's cool too. <laughs> so, so sorry. It's all down here. For, down here right. For sorry. Yeah. Like that's as good as you're going to get. <laughs> all right, Steph. For 10 years, Mac was on staff at the mega church led by Pastor Stephen Furtick. During that time, Mac co-penned some of Elevation's earliest hits, like Oh Come to the Altar, Resurrecting, and Do It Again, which, by the way, as of yesterday, had over 131 million views on YouTube. Oh, dang. So many questions here. First off, like, so many. when you have that many people that you know are watching your videos, are you ever like, man, I wish I would have wore something else? <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever really even thought about it. That is a lot of people that's a lot of yes did you know that that's that's just on one video mac yeah i didn't know it was that many um i I haven't watched that video in so long like it's been forever yeah any of those videos and so i'm sure if i went back and watched them now i might cringe a little bit or be like man i wish i had done that i wish i hadn't worn that (laughs) um but yeah i haven't thought about it in a long time (laughs) you know what's funny when kevin was researching you and we were talking about you this morning we were playing your music he's like oh we do this at Praise and Worship. Like, I didn't know this was you. We've done all. We play another song. Like I didn't know that was you either. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. So his song "O Come to the Altar" received multiple nominations for a Billboard Music Award and GMA Dove Award for Song of the Year. Mm. So, did you go to any award shows back then? Yes. Yeah, we went to some of the Dove Award shows, but okay. I think every every time that I was there, we lost. Okay. <laughs> so you jinxed yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are you self-aware? Like, yeah. hey, the camera's probably on us right now. Do not act furious if they do not call our name. Like, <laughs> how does that work? I think that we genuinely, we were like, this is just fine. Like, we're just, uh, we're gr- grateful to be here. That was our mentality. All right, Steph, I'm going to test you again here. What is your favorite book of all time? Uh, obviously, it's the Bible, Kevin. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Very good. This time, you didn't say the book we wrote called You Met Her Where. But it's still a really good book. That is true. And it would make a great gift for friends or relatives on their birthday or for Christmas. Friends, you can order your copy of our book titled You Met Her Where at KevinAndSteph.com. And we will make sure to personally sign a copy for you or whoever you want. And as always, thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. All right, Steph, next fun fact. In addition to touring with Elevation Worship, Mac has toured with other artists like Cody Carnes, Phil Wickham, Josh Baldwin, For King and Country, Brandon Lake, and Hillsong United. What? So, I'm sure I'm missing several, okay? (laughs) But, Mac, do you have any good touring stories from going on the road with those guys? Any weird, interesting fan interactions? I mean... Touring is such an interesting thing because, like, you're just living on a bus and, yeah. you're going, you know, you're going from city to city and it's like a just a weird pace of life. Your schedule is all off. I do remember vividly for some reason, 
have it being in like a Q&A situation, okay. you know, where it's like before the concert. And this one person was very locked in on what our thoughts were about Kanye West releasing a Christian album. <laughs> and he was like, almost like, I couldn't even tell if he was like offended by Kanye or what, or if he was, y'all should be offended by him. So what are your thoughts on this? And it was just like, I, I was, it was with me and Phil Wick and we were in that thing. And I think we were both just like, Hey, we, I don't know <laughs> what you want from us right, right now, but don't, we don't really have like a super An strong opinion. opinion right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you like me to say right now? Go ahead. Yeah. Tell, tell right. Me. <laughs> yeah you tell me what you want me to say. <laughs> okay. Before you guys take the stage, do you or anybody you toured with have something like weird that they have to do before they take the stage? I like to kind of just like be by myself mm-hmm. right beforehand, you know, and just kind of like either have my AirPods in or just kind of getting a little bit of like a zone. But it's nothing. I'm not eating any sort of like crazy meal or I'm not doing any sort of like jumping jacks. But yeah, it's kind of boring stuff. Okay, 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 okay. You said something about eating. Do you have a specific card Diet. or something where the venue has to have like certain fruit available to Peanut you? Peanut m or Yes, a certain candy available. Like what's your like card that they have for you? The only thing that I ask for is like cough drops. <laughs> like literally, like that's like the biggest thing. This is actually kind of a funny story. I was leading worship for this event. They texted me and said, hey, is there anything specifically that you could you want in your green room. And I just said some Ricola, like the Ricola cough drop. The drops. cough drop, yes. Yep. And so I was like, just as long as y'all have Ricola, I'll be good. So I get to the event and they have ricotta cheese, like <laughs> homemade ricotta cheese. And oh, I went back no. and looked oh, no. that my iPhone had auto-corrected Ricola to ricotta. Oh no. So it was definitely on me still. And... They were just like, yeah, we know you like ricotta. So you had it handmade. One of the ladies oh my from the church makes it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> you know, it was just like, a, but they had so much of it. And they were like, yeah, we thought that was a weird request, but we didn't want to like question it. So, Oh, you know. you're like, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, you so thank much. You. This is exactly what I needed. This is yes. what my voice needs, what my yes. throat needs before I perform. Absolutely. I'll take something to go or on, the, on right. this tour yeah. bus. Yeah, because yeah, there's plenty yes. of places to store it on the bus. Right. <laughs> All right, Steph. In 2016, Here As In Heaven was recorded at a worship event in Charlotte that drew a capacity crowd of over 16,000 people. Mm. So I've, I've seen a picture of you on stage, right? Like I said, Madison Square Garden, all that. But let's do the opposite. What is a random place that you've gone? Whether it's like a county fair or a community event, you're just like, how did I get here? I mean, especially like starting out, like I've led worship on so many like truck beds. Oh, like, really? <laughs> you know, like just out in the middle of nowhere where it's just like, let's set up a couple of speakers and do your thing. I lead worship at my kids' chapel a lot. Oh, uh, nice. School, which is always fun and uh, humbling when you're staring at a bunch of middle schoolers that are yeah. like, not interested in <laughs> singing along. Max, like, what do you mean you guys don't have a smoke machine here? <laughs> <laughs> Where are the lasers at? <laughs> right. How are we going to keep these kids' attention? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
If you like what you hear, please tell someone about us. As soon as this episode is over, go tell your spouse, your closest friend, a parent, a coworker, or share one of our posts on social media. However, if you don't like what you're hearing, please do not. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. Just disregard this message. Don't worry about it. Forget about us. Yep. Go on with your merry day. And to get more information about us or our entire catalog of episodes, be sure to check us out at kevinandsteph.com. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story. All right, final fun fact. Mac recently released his newest single titled Just Like You've Always Done, which is a first with Centricity Music. And next month, Mac will be performing in Canton, Ohio. (gasps) We're here in Columbus, by the way. So that's like an hour and a half from us, Mac. So he'll be performing at the Center for Performance at Hall of Fame Village with who? Tim Tebow. Yeah. No way. How do you know Tim Tebow? I mean, we've done a handful of events together and I should know like what this event is for, but I just know that it's it's an event that he's putting on and back of a truck bed. It's on the back of a truck bed. Yep, yep, in the middle <laughs> of the afternoon. Um no, yeah, I'm very I'm very excited about it. I love like anytime I get to do anything with him, like I'm grateful for it. Are you ever just like, God, how did my life get here? Like, I'm touring with King and Country. I'm with Phil Wickham. I'm now with Tim Tebow. Like, are you just like, God, how did this happen? Thank you for my bodyguard of Tim Tebow here yes. in front of me. <laughs> like, I mean, like I said earlier, like so much of my life, I feel like I'm just along for the ride. Like, I'm like so grateful for it. And yeah. just one step in front of the other. And when me and my wife, we often like look back and we'll list out all the things like positive things that might have happened throughout the year. Mm-hmm. We'll just kind of list it out so we have it on record. And there's so many things that we're just like, man, oh yeah, I forgot that that happened. I forgot that this happened. What a blessing. And we're very grateful. Okay. So tell listeners then more about what you're currently doing and where they can get your music. Uh, so I'm actually like in the middle of recording an album right now. I'm releasing singles along the way. I've got a new song called Magnify that's out right now. And so, I mean, you can find me all the normal places for music, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all that stuff. And then, you know, I'm on Instagram and TikTok and all that stuff too. Okay. Most most of the time my Instagram is just like pictures of my kids though. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, like you said, for more information about Mac, you can go to social media pages. Instagram is at Mac Brock. Facebook is at MacBrockMusic. And then his website is MacBrock.com. And we'll put links to those in our show notes on our website so you can click on it and go right to it. Well, Mac, you are fantastic. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on here with Steph and I on Tell Us Good Story. Thank you for doing this. This is so fun. Like y'all's energy is awesome. I love, I just love getting to hang with y'all for a bit. It's rare that it's like the energy level is infectious like y'all. So thank y'all for, for being that. Friends, we want to encourage you to please follow us wherever you listen to this, whether it's on the Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or one of the other platforms. You guys, it's completely free. And while you're there, feel free to give us a rating or a nice review. Thank you for listening to Tell Us a Good Story.